Thank you, Lord Jesus, for beautiful weather, for my wonderful husband and our family. Thank you for your blessings and grace, and we just ask you to help us to cooperate fully with that grace. Help us to speak only what you would have us speak, and our listener hear what you would have them hear. Keep us safe on our walk, and help Andrew not burn the pastries. Amen. For these and all his mercies, God's holy name be praised. Amen. May the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, pastry's in the oven and he's playing outside. Just thinking. <laughs> Who do you think you are? Betty Crocker? <laughs> but Dad, I'm Betty Crocker. <laughs> okay, beep. So, what are we talking about today? We're talking about gifts. <laughs> we have to have a blooper reel or something if I edit that. So people can say, so here, here's the five minutes in between. <laughs> Gifts. Gifts. Like particularly gifts of the Holy Spirit or gifts in terms of gifts that God gives us or how we receive what God gives us. That one. How we receive what God gives us? No, just the general gifts that God gives us and how we receive it and use it. Right. And we've talked about grace being a gift and faith being a gift. Right. But... And hope. And hope. All of all of those things. All the virtues are. Right. But this is more about tied to our particular gifts as individuals. Like our talents? Like our talents, yes. Oh, that wouldn't have anything to do with the reading coming up next week. Not at all. Oh. So we're such weirdos, we so, read ahead. So Maybe people can listen to this. Maybe we can have this posted the week following that reading. So that would be like next Thursday. I don't know. Well, we have to because I've only got yeah. one other one in the queue oh, and okay. that has to be for this yes, week. Sir. Okay, good. Okay, good timing. So <laughs> we're going to talk about... Beep! Let's start again. Okay, no. <laughs> Go ahead. <Nice. laughs> So, the, everybody has gifts and talents given by God. Yes. And even if you think that your gifts and talents are useless, like your gift for remembering music and artists, and tempos. I'm not sure if that's a gift. And it'll be a curse. Uh huh. 
Maybe that. Hey, Jesus, watch this one. <laughs> Look what I did to this guy. Because <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> people are well aware of that by now, because I just, this, this recording starts with me singing a Sonny and Cher song. Mm -hmm. Okay, which means I can't edit that out now. Not anymore. Okay. Okay. So. Even if you think your gift or talent is useless or inconsequential, it's not true. Because God doesn't make junk, and he certainly doesn't give junk. And okay, so if you see it as a burden, where, where's the disconnect here? Who's, who, who's, the, uh, who's, who's the one... On, on the uh, improperly conceiving of the message. I guess that would be me if I think that it's a burden, right? I would say, well, yeah. Well, but, okay, but, but it not, can be a burden. It can be a burden. That doesn't, that, yes, gifts and talents, a lot of times they are a burden because you're like, really, God, you want me to do what? You know, and you don't feel equipped, you don't feel ready, you don't feel worthy, whatever it is, but no, I'm talking about not that you're burdened by it, which we can cover in a minute, but the, those gifts and talents that, how does, how, how can I use that to build the kingdom of God? Because ultimately, that's what we're called to, right? We're called to holiness, and part of that holiness and mission is building the kingdom or furthering the kingdom evangelizing correct so okay. is that a is that the ultimate purpose of of, of gifts or are, are uh, the purpose of those gifts to help us to uh, serve and love the Lord in this in this world well that's both because that's how we serve and love the Lord, by perfecting ourselves, becoming holy. And our gifts are given to that purpose. Pro properly, uh, properly used. Because uh -huh. we've, we've shared the analogy of opening a gift right. or not opening it, unwrapping it or not unwrapping it, uh, right. it, but still you have to use it. You can't just put it on, right. the, on the mantle. And, Right. Say, oh, look, look. Unless that's what it's supposed to be used for. You know, okay. Of, you know, decorative sure. objects, right? Okay. Sure. But they bring beauty. And beauty is one of the transcendentals that God is. Right. So, like, so, so like my talent for music, which, mm -hmm. which you know, I, a, a talent for hearing, remembering, understanding, that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, and... Having put it to use as a DJ before I knew the Lord, right? Um, you know, I guess I was bringing happiness to you know right. people at the you know frat parties and stuff like that. Yeah. And <clears throat> now, currently, you know, I'm in a email conversation with Father John where we're talking about Mick Taylor and uh, his great guitar playing, particularly for the uh, uh, for the Rolling Stones. Um, and that's, I think that's building our relationship, mine and right. Father John's. Sure. 
um, which is important, particularly during this pandemic, when you know he's really the only one that I have, the the only uh, the only man that I have regular contact and communication with during right. during all of this. You know, right. everybody's blown to the four winds and can't yeah. have lunch with people and you know that yeah. sort of stuff. So, okay, so I okay, so yeah. talent, I get it. So. Yeah. And if you're still an adolescent or teenager, young adult, you may not even know what your gifts are yet. You, they, they haven't... Yeah, you may not know all of them. Well, I don't know that we always know all of them anyway. But, right. But, um, okay, uh, let me back up. No, we could disagree. I mean, you could say that because you know, the, I, 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 you know, the people may say, "Oh, I don't have any gifts and stuff like that." And I think that's just because you don't, you know, if, if, if someone says says that, it's because they don't, um, they they don't discern or aren't aren't introspective enough. Right, and the a lot of times, children in particular, um, they might desire a talent to the point of trying to make that talent appear in their lives. Right. You know, um, well, and parents may they, want them to and, have a talent. And parents can, can be in on that as well. Mm -hmm. If a parent feels like, you know, their child should be able to do something, but their child can't really in reality, or maybe they have some talent for it, but that's not their primary talent or right. something like that. And so, right. so I mean, maybe we not need a vocational to, talent. Right. Know? We need to be careful as parents not to pigeonhole our children. Um, but we also need to foster the gifts and talents that we recognize in our children. Right. And in each other as spouses. And the oh excuse me i'm sorry mm -hmm. oh. the the spiritual gifts are are kind of a different um caliber level category i suppose uh than what we're talking about right now yeah um, sure you know, what we're talking about right now are things that um, I don't know. I guess they're kind of more concrete. Yeah, you might consider them um, skills, a skill set. Uh, right. You know, or but don't get pigeonholed in that because because right. a, a talent uh, it may be your compassion. You know, that's not right. necessarily a. Skill. Right. That's, a, that's you know it, yeah, it, 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 it naturally you, comes from who who you are. Who you are, right? It it could be a, what might be considered a personality trait. Sure. Yep. You know, um, there are some naturally good listeners. There are some naturally um, uh, compassionate or service oriented people um you know the there's 
Or speakers. Or speakers, yeah. Um, you know, there's... Some people have a talent for writing. Some people have a talent for creative writing versus technical writing. Or... Anyway, just a whole bunch of things. And... So, the... But the thing is, it's, you know, the, the hiding your light under the bushel basket is, is what we have to be careful against, you know, or a false humility when it comes to utilizing our talents, um, because it can be difficult sometimes if we do recognize we have a talent for something and we take pride in that and we hone that talent and skill to make it better and then we might receive accolades or awards or whatever from it and we can fall into the sin of pride if we are thinking that it's all us doing that and we're not acknowledging that it's the gift from God that allows us to, to do these things. Um, but we can also fall into false humility or um, uh, I don't know another way to say it, but that we we put off any compliments that we get or we don't acknowledge the awards or accolades or we we step out from doing anything utilizing that gift at all because we don't want to be prideful. Well, not using your gifts from God can be just as bad as being prideful about it. Right. So, you know, we, we could continue to list things and, and stuff like that, you know, in terms of what talents are or aren't. Um, you, you mentioned, for instance, you know, the compassion as a personality trait. And mm -hmm. In the Imitation of Christ, Akempis talks about um, the, uh, oh gosh, maybe I'm mixing it up. Maybe it's the sales in it about life. <laughs> well, one of those guys. Um, if I were uh, reading both at the same time, I'm afraid I would be confused <laughs> constantly. About, um, you know, things that are uh, not sinful, but our personality quirks. For instance, he mentions St. Paula, who um, was excessively rem remorseful in, to the point of almost dying herself when her husband and sons died. 
um, that wasn't sinful, even though it was excessive. It was just a quirk. Hey, look, their fence is white. Is brown now. Oh, that's a different house, honey. Oh, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> it was white this morning. <laughs> so, um, talents. Um, first, we have to be. Um, there's that young man again. Um, we have to be open to recognizing them. Because if we walk around right. saying, oh, I don't have any talents, right. we, we are, I, I think we're blaspheming, frankly. I think we're saying, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, I'm not, essentially we're saying I'm not made in the image of God. Right. You know. Because um, God gives things to everybody in, in, fair, in fair measure. You know, you're right. It isn't. We made it great <laughs> anyway. Um, in fair measure, like he told Sister Faustina, or like she said that he told her anyway, that he grants varying degrees of virtue to to men so that by the nature of those gifts, they have to work together to, right. you know, achieve perfect humility. It, it, or, would be, it would be a really boring world if we all had the same gifts and talents. Yes. <laughs> and it, yeah, it would be, well, for, it would be either a very imperfect world or it would be a, a perfect world. And if it were a perfect world, it would be because we were all gods. Because we all had the same, yeah. you know, everything. And nothing else was needed. Right. And if nothing else is needed, then everything is fulfilled. So that's just my quick quick train of thought. Um, so... When we have a talent and use it, we glorify the Lord. Um, and use it for good. We and use it for good, we glorify the Lord. You're right. Because um, there is a way to use our gifts and talents for evil. Well, sure. Or I mean, for bad. Yeah, I mean, Hitler was a great speaker. That <laughs> will not glorify the Lord. Right, right. <laughs> nor will it lead to our perfection. But if we don't use a talent, I think that may be a little more dicey because right. there may be times not to use a talent. Mm -hmm. For instance, I'm reminded of Kevin O'Neill, who's a good friend, and he's mm -hmm. he and his wife Anne are on our, our advisory, advisory panel. panel. Yep. Um, and when we went through the Christ Renews His Parish uh, retreat, and the, there's the, dis the discipleship evening, uh -huh. When we all came back, what what had we discerned we can and should be doing for our local parish? Yeah. And uh, Kevin is a multi-talented individual. He's a retired yeah. colonel in the army. He's a doctor of education. He's a sensei and a sandan, which means he's a black belt. In uh, a couple of different martial Yeah, arts. in uh, Aikido... And I want to say jujitsu, but uh, anyway, um, and so he came, you know, discipleship night. We all said, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna volunteer for this, or I'm gonna tell Father I can do this for him, or I can do this, 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 this." 
and it purposely came around to Kevin last, you know, because he asked to go last, because he's the kind of guy who can say something and everybody say, oh yeah, I'm going to do that too. Right. <laughs> so we're all, you know, with bated breath, and he said, I have discerned that I need to stop doing things. Yeah. You know, I need to step aside so that other people can do them because the right. church needs to grow through the talents of other people aside from myself and my wife. Right. Which, yep. of course, hello. Hi there. Good, good. So, which, of course, was, you know, Kevin uh, utilizing his talent of leadership. Right. You know. Yes, truly. <laughs> but since then, because he stopped saying yes and started saying no, and he stepped away from some things, mm -hmm. you know, the church has really grown and blossomed, right. you know, that particular parish. Yeah. And they still help and all that sort sure. of stuff. But, you know, when someone, when someone asks if he can lead it, he says, well, how about somebody else? Or let me suggest right. this person, or I'll help you find somebody. Right. And again, that's using his gift of leadership, which is seemingly not using it, but using it. You know, there, there's right. And, and so in, in that, you know, when you, I think when you have a talent and you are using it naturally and properly and for the glory of God, you can't help but use it. Right. And sometimes using it is done by not using it. Right. You know? Yep. It's that juxtaposition stuff. Yeah. Now, I haven't DJed for 25 years. And I don't think that's hurt the kingdom at all. <laughs> no. But you've also used that gift and talent to connect with our children and your nieces and nephews yes, and sure. other people that you come in contact with through the RCIA sure. or other venues. Right, right. And yeah, it's not the it's not the action of spinning so, discs. Right. Sure. So that um, you're not not using that talent, you're just using it differently. Again, how how do we best use the talent in the circumstance because that's the other part of gifts and talents is that they're not a steady thing full bore all the time there's ebbs and flows and peaks and valleys times of honing and training and times of utilizing and sharing that are all going to come around as we go through life and encounter new people and other gifts and talents that ours may complement and um, help others grow and, and things like that. So, right. um, the
you know, the parable of the talents where it's a hard master, but he's also very generous. You know, the, it, and, and God is very generous, but he's also extremely just. He's perfectly just in his treatment of us. And so... Yeah, I think he's absolutely just. So we have to be aware of that in how we use our talents and gifts and expect to be judged at the end of our lives and the final judgment in how we have done. You know, the, the, it's, it's not just a matter of, did I use my gifts to evangelize? Did I use my gifts to, you know, grow in knowledge of the faith or love of the Lord or, you know, it's, it's all of that, but ultimately it's that call to holiness. Yeah, I, I think it comes down to that to the final judgment, and uh, our talents, because at at the the final judgment, the Lord separates the sheep from the goats. Right. And He tells us exactly what on, on what basis He is yeah. doing that separation. Right. Okay. So if we are to feed the hungry you know, clothe the naked, visit the imprisoned, you know, um, help the poor. The, yep. <clears throat> all of our talents must therefore be geared toward that. Right. The Lord is giving us the gifts that will enable us to do those things. Right. And whether it is one thing or all of them, the 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 talents, frankly, serve no other purpose from my perspective, um, except to help us be with God for eternity. Right. So the proper utilization of our talents, we can measure that. I, I think we can ourselves measure how well am I using the talents that God has given me to serve the poor, clothe the naked, visit the imprisoned, you know, feed the hungry. Right. Um... And we, we can do that even when we are seven years old or right. a teenager, you know, because maybe I don't know my talents or I argue that those aren't my talents <clears throat> or I haven't honed them, you know, but I can still ask, how have I fed the hungry, right. clothed the naked, you know? So, and that helps us to discover, I, I believe, our, our talents. Yeah. And the, so 
the practical activity for this week's free thing is to actually give your kids an amount of money and give them a time frame in which to utilize that money to make more money. And you do the same thing for yourself. You know, give yourself a certain amount of money and a time frame in order to double your money. And then at the end of that time frame, make an accounting. Who did what? How'd they do? You know, whatever. And then take all of the money and give it to a charity. And let, yeah, let's be specific. Let's be specific okay, about the charity. I, I, I'm I'm getting there. Okay. I'm okay. getting there. The closer to the user of that money, the better. So if you know a poor family, then give it to the poor family. If you know that you can buy food with it and take that food to a family that needs groceries, then do that. The more concrete the gifting of that money, the better. Particularly for children, they need to see that their money is actually helping somebody, not just going to some entity um, that they don't see how the money is actually helping the poor. So maybe you decide to give it to the St. Vincent de Paul Society. That's fine, but then go and volunteer at the store or helping to sort things um, as a family or whatever your suggestion is. So I'll let you talk now about maybe. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't, I, I don't think it should necessarily be just ducks. Those are ducks. No, those are geese. Geese? Yep. Okay. Geese. Well, there's about 50 of them. Yeah. Big flock. Um, because it's that season of the year. Right. You know, as someone who's received a Christmas gift from the Salvation Army, I'm going to ask you to not give the money to the Salvation Army. Um, it's certainly not direct to folks, but um, the Salvation Army does send money to our friends at Planned Parenthood. The uh, they, they support abortions with their, their funding. It's not necessarily through the, through the kettle program, but um, they received a huge endowment, and part of that money is targeted specifically for funding abortions. Um, so be conscientious in your charity, and I, and I think one-on-one -on -one is very important, particularly in this environment. You know a neighbor who needs some help. And they may not need a can of corn. They may need an oil filter. Right. Um, and it's going to be tough for your kids to make $2 grow into 4 or 
$10 into 20 or 50 cents into a dollar. Um, and it, that's part of the point. Right. Because um, your, your talent isn't meant to be easy peasy. Um, it's supposed to be worked, honed, practiced, um, grown, and developed over time. Um, so if you're, if a child struggles with it and they don't do anything, don't condemn them in a manner that one would condemn the the servant who buried his talent. Right. You know, you encourage them. Right. And say, see, you are growing what I gave you because you are thinking about it. Right. And you are agonizing over it. I didn't make it grow. I didn't make it grow. Right. That's important because you're thinking about and trying to make that happen. Whereas the servant who just buried it, just buried it. Buried it. it. He didn't try. Gave it no more thought and waited for the master to come back. Right. The Lord honors honest effort. And sometimes that effort is laying in bed, agonizing about it. And if your kid comes to you and says, I can't go to sleep because I haven't haven't grown my 50 cents. You give him a big hug and say, hey, I'm glad you're losing sleep. Right. You know, because you're, you get it. And and it's fine if if you help them, particularly the younger ones who really, you know, aren't sure how to do this or what to do, and, you know, help them figure out ways to, to do this. And... Yeah, I, 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 let me give you a, a sure thing. Okay. In, in making your money since that's the the, the task mm-hmm. uh, grow double do whatever right. okay if everybody comes back to the table or if you're a single person and you're like I ain't got kids what, what, what right. you know I got you know 25 cents burning a hole in my pocket or I got $2,500 whatever right uh, particularly this time of year mm-hmm. take that money to the food bank right okay and they can, <clears throat> their resources make it possible for them to turn $1 into $8 worth of groceries. Right. Okay? Yep. Now, so you take it there, and you may have to call ahead because I want you to stay there and, and watch people come in and get their bags of groceries. You know, ask if you can help or if you can be somewhere discreet. You know, because, I mean, I never liked people staring at me getting my government peanut butter off the semi, but I was hungry, so it didn't matter that much. But, um, you know, people have, yeah. you know, pe- people have appropriate pride. and you Right. Know, um, it's dignity. Yeah, dignity. So, mm-hmm. so if the whole family agonizes for a week or two weeks, three weeks, however long you do it, you know, get her done before you know, the 10th of December, let's say that. 
okay? And, and then bring your money, and I don't care if it is a quarter, bring your yeah. quarter, that's two bucks. Yep. And you bring it, you, you get it to whoever's there, and then you ask them, so what happens to this money? I heard you guys can make this money be, you know, buy more than what it regularly can. Yeah. We didn't even ask them to send us the money. No, we didn't. That's all right. That's all right. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't see it directly. No. You know, we, we get to. Yeah. We get to see smiles on people's faces and, yeah. you know. So. And, you know, maybe I'll decide that you're going to use your collective money. Or maybe your children, you know, they, they doubled their money. And all of a sudden, they have enough to purchase a gift on their own for the angel tree, you know, for the Advent gift project that right. your that your church does, whatever you call it. You right. know, we have angels on the tree, so we call it the angel tree. But you know, so let them pick out that child, the whatever gift it is off that tree, and they you either buy it online together, you know, they pick it out and click the purchase button, whatever, or, you know, maybe you're comfortable enough to go to the store and purchase it, and they pay the cashier with their, with their money, however you want to do it, but that's, and, and then they wrap it up and bring it back to the church, that's a concrete way for a child to know that their money is making a difference for yeah, somebody else. Yeah, and they can, they can, act, they can make a double if, if you say, well, do you want to, do a thing with the angel tree and they see something that, you know, a kidney wants a toy or something that costs four bucks, you know, or let's say it costs eight bucks, you know, and, and your child has four dollars that they didn't make grow at all. And you say, well, you know, that, that, that little boy's your age, you know, and they want that. Wouldn't that be cool? And, and the child says, yeah, but I don't, I don't have, you know, eight bucks. I got four. Say, well, let's make this grow. If you put four bucks in, I'll put four, four bucks in. Right. Yep. You know, and that is developing the child's talent for giving right. and compassion right. and concern for their fellow man and recognizing the dignity of every human being and that, you know, that their, their parent, despite all the, you know, arguing and punishments and <laughs> and you know going to your bed early and eating your peas is still pretty cool you know right <laughs> and maybe you don't have extra money to give your children money to double right maybe you don't have money to double that's fine we, we all have time right we all get the same amount of time it's what we do with it that matters right so you know, say we all have an hour mm -hmm. to volunteer. Let's yep. find a place to volunteer yep. and watch how those efforts double. Or right. And maybe it's next door putting up your neighbor's Christmas lights because yeah. they can't. Yeah, or mowing their or lawn. Or mowing their yard 
or cleaning up all the leaves. I'm walking through leaves right now because believe it or not, in Bryan, Texas, it's fall and the leaves are actually falling off the trees. So, well, the folks listening in Sydney would recognize that. They understand. Yeah. <laughs> fall down here, so, mate. <laughs> so, the the opportunities to double your talents don't necessarily have to be monetary. Right. But that's a concrete way to do it. It is. It's yeah, it's a, um, and it's noticeable. It's something you can count. Right. It's quantifiable. And it utilizes your other gifts and talents in the process. So We want you and your family to take some time to really reflect and contemplate on your gifts and talents as individuals and as a family. We didn't talk about family talents and gifts, but each family, just like we each have individual personalities, collectively your family has a personality. Um, we each have individual gifts and talents. Collectively, as a family, we have a gift and talent to share. Or more. And there's, or a, more. there's a reason why you're together. And so you may collectively say, we're going to collectively double our money. You know, and, and do it that way. Um, and figure out what you can do as a family to do that. And then what you're going to do with that money to uh, be a sheep. Yeah. yeah. So. I agree. Thanks. You're awesome. Oh, thanks. Oh, Lights you. just came on. They did. They did. That's good we got home. Yep. Because I didn't bring a flashlight with me. a flashlight. So now that it's dusk, it's good that we're home. Yep. <laughs>